This is Rama for Today. And so, I'm praying out in the church day after day, waiting on God long hours. And I said, Lord, how am I going out there? And tell her I'm going to have to be gone from home. I'm going to have to be gone from you and your children. And you're going to have to stay at home by yourself. You're going to have to be with those children. For a number of years, that was the case, dear friends. And so, one day I finally picked up enough nerve. So I went out from the church. I'd been praying, went over to the parsonage, and my wife was ironing. And I hung around there and talked a little bit about other things, you know how you'll do, trying to lead up to it, you know. <laughs> finally, I finally got up enough nerve and I said, Honey, I, I want to tell you something. Yeah, I know. She said, What it is, you're going to have to be gone. I'm going to have to stay at home and raise the She'd hear the whole thing. <laughs> Instead of me shocking her, she shocked me. You're listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan on The Spirit Within and The Spirit Upon, Volume 2. And, and, and I'm a very conservative person myself, if you've ever read me, you know that. And I tried to be quiet about it, but it seemed if I was quiet about it, I just kept building steam up inside until I was going to burst wide open. And finally, I just after a while, throwed caution to the wind. <laughs> And I started praying as loud as I could because I, I felt more relief that way in other tongues. And I prayed hard and fast in other tongues for about an hour and a half. Yeah, it was an hour and a half. Because we knelt down there at 9 o'clock and I don't know, I had been praying a little quietly in tongues for a little while, a few moments, not too awful long because I know I know when this happened. At 10.30, you see, the Lord said to me, lay your hand on your wife and I'll fill her with the Holy Ghost. Well, now you have to realize this. You, you modern day charismatics doesn't realize that in the Pentecostal movement those days, you didn't lay hands on people. Well, that's why you might be led, but they taught everybody to tarry. You got to tarry. You got to wait. And, and this is new. And you know, I just at first didn't pay a lot of attention to it. I thought maybe it'd go away. And the second time, lay your hand on your wife, and I still just tried my best to ignore it. And the third time, lay your hand on your wife, and I feel it the Holy Ghost. And I know there's some unbelief here, but you know God will put up a little unbelief in you when you don't know any better. It's when you know better that you can't get by. Amen. Spiritual growth is a lot not natural growth. You know, kids and their little bitty thing, they get by with some things. You know, a four-year-old get by with things that an eight-year-old can't. And so I remember I said to myself, because see, I'd never seen anybody do anything like this. I mean, this is brand new. I said to myself, well, it won't hurt to try it. So I opened my eyes now. Before I kept my eyes shut, I was afraid just looking at me. <laughs> I opened my eyes and looked. See, my dad-in-law still kneeling over here to my right, my wife immediately here, my mother-in-law on the other side. So I just reached my left hand out there on my knees and laid it on top of my wife's head. I didn't hardly brush her head the top of her head with my hand. till she I didn't tell her to do anything. She just lifted both hands and started speaking fluently in tongues. She never stammered, never stuttered. Just immediately began to speak fluently in other tongues as the Spirit of God gave her. And she talked in tongues for an hour and a half. <laughs> Sang several songs in tongues. And we had Pentecost in that old Methodist home. <laughs> Praise God. And here's the benefit. 
Here's the benefit of praying in the Spirit, dear friends. I made mention of that earlier in one of the lessons. Is that the, it's the, the Spirit of God brings a revelation. I said the Spirit of God brings a revelation. I remember 10 years later when we were pastor down in East Texas and God kept dealing with me about leaving the church and pastoral going out on the field in field ministry. And I knew what it meant. I knew that it meant that I was going to have to be gone from home. Children are small. There at first when he began to speak to me, Pat was in the first grade, Ken's in the second grade. Children have to be educated. It's going to mean my wife's going to have to stay home and, and, and keep those children in school. Because you see, we're not going to do it. I determined years ago we weren't going to do like a lot of preachers lose their kids. No, you just get another saved, lose your kids. And that's your responsibility. I say, well, God called me. Your responsibility first to your children. Hey, are you listening to me? And so I'm praying out in the church day after day, waiting on God long hours. And I said, Lord, how am I going out there? And tell her I'm going to have to be gone from home. I'm going to have to be gone from you and the children. And you're going to have to stay at home by yourself. You're going to have to be with those children. For a number of years, that was the case, dear friends. And so one day I finally picked up enough nerve. So I went out from the church. I'd been praying, went over to the parsonage, and my wife was ironing. And I hung around there and talked a little bit about other things, you know how you'll do, trying to lead up to it, you know. <laughs> finally, I finally got up enough nerve and I said, honey, I, I want to tell you something. Yeah, I know. She said, what it is, you're going to have to be gone. I'm going to have to stay at home raised. She knew the whole thing. <laughs> Instead of me shocking her, she shocked me. <laughs> I said, how did you know that? Well, she said, I've been praying out here in the parchments while you was praying in the church. <laughs> Besides that, that night out there in that little old farmhouse, When I was baptized with the Holy Ghost, I knew that night that day was coming when you'd be gone. The Holy Ghost brings revelation, dear friends. Are you listening to me? I knew then. I knew then. And so, there in the home for an hour and a half, she spoke other tongues, sang in other tongues, and we had Pentecost. Now, my mother-in-law, and, and, and you know, I tell a part of this, but I'm going to tell you part of it tonight you don't necessarily hear. My mother-in-law had what the doctors called a double gore. Now, she had, uh, you know, a, a, a part of it's out here. I mean, big as, big as your fist right in here. But the doctor said it's twice as big on the inside as it is on the outside. It had grown more inwardly than it had outwardly. And it's grown, wrapped itself around her windpipe. It's choking her to death. I mean, you could hear her breathe. At times, you could hear her breathing all over the house. You could come up outside the house in the wintertime. Doors are shut. Windows are down. Stand on the front porch and she's in the back of the house and hear her breathing, just struggling for breath. Well, you see, they wanted to operate on. You see, we're talking about 1938. Uh, you know, operations weren't so uh, sometimes so successful as they are today. And, and, and so she said, no, I'm not going to be operated on. The doctor said, well, you start choking to death, you will. Now that very day at the noon table, she said to her husband, I'll go to the, you know, to the doctor tomorrow and I'll just pack my suitcase to take with me because I know he's going to put me right in the hospital operate on me. I'll go tomorrow. That's it. I just can't take it anymore. I can't, I'm struggling. I can't breathe. I'll go tomorrow and be operated on. Now I had talked to her about having faith now. Uh, and she believes, you see, in healing all right. 
Now, she's born again. She's not filled with the Holy Ghost or baptized with the Holy Ghost, but she's born with the Spirit. And she said, well, yeah, I know you had faith for healing, and I, I believe God heals, but not me. No, 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 I'll just go be operated on. I don't have the faith. I'll go be operated on. But at midnight, I know because I looked at my watch. I know my wife talked an hour and a half in other tongue because I looked at my watch. You know, the Bible said to watch and pray. <laughs> Amen. Uh, that's not what that meant, but I did anyway. I, I'm a great one to do that. And, and so at midnight, the Holy Ghost said to me, or the Lord by the Holy Ghost, go get you all and anoint your mother-in-law and I'll heal her. Now see, the anointing is upon me. That's when I was first conscious. You see, even after I'd come over among Pentecostals for those 18 months, I ministered to the sick all right, but just in faith, I had no anointing. I had no endowment. I had no miraculous faculty working on me or with me or in me or through me. You understand what I'm saying? I just anointed people with oil in faith. I laid hands on them just like I did as a Baptist before I got the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I didn't sense any more anointing than I did before I was baptized with the Holy Ghost. You see? And I'd been baptized with the Holy Ghost for about 18 months. But the anointing is upon me. And, and, and so I, I, I said, I, I remember in my mind, I said to the Lord, Dear Lord, I don't know where in the world my little old, I had a just small bottle, you know, about an inch, inch and a half high, you know, maybe. You know, just a small bottle in one of those boxes in there where I put everything in there. Books, writing material, personal belongings. Dear Lord, I couldn't go through all of those boxes and find it. I don't know where that is. But you know, I'm going to walk. Now, I didn't say this out loud. I said this just in my mind to the Lord. I'm going to walk in there. And I'm just, you know, it's dark anyway. Might as well shut your eyes. So just keep my eyes shut. And you lead me right to it. I walked in there and put my hand down the edge of a box and there's a bottle. I walked back in there and anointed my mother-in-law at midnight. And that part of that garter you could see on the outside as big as your fist just went down like it stuck a pin in a balloon. The Lord said to me at midnight, the... Hallelujah. Yeah. Okay, thank you. The, the Lord said to me at midnight. Yeah, I understand that. I see that. Thank you. The Lord, the Holy Ghost keep bringing you a revelation. Amen. I understand that, Lord. I got that one too. Praise God. Thank you. The Lord said to me through the Spirit at midnight, 28th day of November, 19 and 38. As I stood there in that little old farm home, I have given thee a gift of healing and sent thee to minister to the sick. Well, I didn't know what all that meant. And I'll tell you the truth about the matter. I never did see the full import of what it meant until Brother Summerall was speaking here. Brother Summerall pointed out this fact, though I had said it in one way myself. Did you notice he said that it said gifts? This is only one of these manifestations that's in the plural. Did you notice that? All the other manifestations of the Spirit here are in the singular. Prophecy, 
so on. Well, tongues, of course, different kinds of tongues. But uh, this is the only one, you know, that's in the plural, gifts of healings. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. This offer begins with the book by Kenneth Hagan entitled, Called of God. The next book in this offer is from Lynette Hagan, entitled, God's Positioning System. The next in this offer is the CD from Craig Hagan entitled, The Greater Mentality. And last but not least is the CD from Denise Hagan Burns entitled, Holy Spirit, The Ultimate Best Friend. All this for the special price of $30. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. We are going to be in Washington State. Yes, March, Tacoma, Washington. That's right, March 29th through the 31st at By His Word Christian Center. Pastors Jan and Sue Butler, they're in Tacoma, Washington. And then we're going to move over for April 1, 2, and 3 to Spokane, Washington. Yes. Uh, there with the Spokane Christian Center with uh, Pastors Rick and Linda Sharkey. Uh-huh. And... Uh, you can go online at rhema.org and find out anything about our crusade schedule or whatever's going on or where we're going to be in the next crusade. But Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagan's life-changing series. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.